Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? So, Christine. Fish. Today is a very big day for you. It's National Thrift Shop Day? No. Today is the day. It is, though. Today is the day, Steve. Yeah. That Christine's origin story kicks into place. Huh? Oh, boy. Let me tell you a story. I know you don't like to brag, but I'm going to take care of it for you. If anybody knows Christine, you know she doesn't like to brag. (laughs) No, definitely not. I'm going to tell you a story that... Starts a long time ago. Okay. I'm a little nervous. It's Where are you s- going with story this? story of a young Christine. You didn't know young Christine. I know, but you've told me this story, and I know you're shy. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Oh, gosh. I am worried. <laughs> young Christine, who was terrible as a child <laughs> at the game of kickball. So a year after she started high school... That summer, she spent the whole summer practicing and practicing and practicing kickball. And she just aggressively has practiced kickball ever since, Steve. Mm -hmm. Waiting for the day that she can be the hero of a kickball team. Okay. (laughs) Tonight is the night. It is the end of her kickball league tonight. It is. She will be the hero of her kickball team. When she kicks a grand slam, knocking everybody in by using her miraculously strong right thigh. Yep. Exactly <laughs> how it's going to go down. Constantly how she is constantly doing exercises with only her right leg. Mm-hmm. If you know Christine, <laughs> it looks like she's trapped a human's body in her right leg because of the dimensions of it it's, it's just huge my strong leg yeah it's, it's her strong so leg i do everything with it her, her left leg not so strong no, very so tiny, tiny. Yeah. very tiny she has tiny left leg but tonight will be your night i know it i feel it as you wrap up thank you kickball uh, so you're done with kickball tonight mm-hmm. when I does it start really again quickly. uh i think next month or end of yeah, but I think next it, month. Now, once you hit your grand slam and win the game for everyone. Hey, I did two nights ago, or not two nights, uh, two weeks ago. You kicked a grand slam. Uh, no, it wasn't a grand slam, but I did get the last uh, run of the there you go. of the night. So that but was fun. Once you do that, that is at the point where you retire, right? Where they will hang your T-shirt that says "Relax, it's adult recess" <laughs> <laughs> above the field. And they will have a parade for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They'll carry me up and yeah. on their shoulders yep. and cheer for me. Yep. And whoever's on the uh, 
right side of your body will have to endure the the weight of your massive right leg. <laughs> There's two people carrying the right leg. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Just one, the leg. Yeah. One, <laughs> one tiny person holding up the left side yep. with their right hand. <laughs> they just hold her up. So you excited for it to be done and take a little bit of a breather? Because yeah, I know weekday bit. kickball always kind of jacks up your schedule a little yeah, bit. Yeah, thankfully it's an early game tonight, which means more time at the bar afterwards. There you go. <laughs> oh, great. So tomorrow should but be a really good day. More time at the bar, but earlier I can leave. Oh, that's because true. Because it's a really early game tonight. So. However, we all know what's going to happen to fulfill Christine's dream that I was talking about, Steve. Yeah. She and Brutus. Who? Oh, Brutus. Will make eye contact at the bar. <laughs> Clearly, Christine is sitting on a stool for someone to see yes. her eyes at the Obviously. bar. She's a little shorty. And they will You're fall in wrong. love. And then Brutus will actually be doing karaoke and he'll sing this pitch perfect. Like pitch I'll perfect. Stop in my tracks yeah. and your eyes make will meet. eye contact, yes. No, but you can't stop in your tracks because you're on a stool so we can see you. So you, <laughs> you'll arch your back. Yeah, I'll arch my back. Look over. Now, fortunately, with fall approaching, the winds, the cool winds will make it uh, even more exciting for Brutus when he sees her from across the bar. <laughs> where he will be able to tell that Christine is chilly. Yes. Yeah. Then I'll walk over to him and place my hand on his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> you'll look into your eyes and you'll be like, Brutus, now is the time. He'll look you dead square in your eyes. He'll take his massive right arm because that's his throwing arm for his kickball team. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll place it on your cheek. And he'll say, I just want us to be together. Oh, Brutus. That's pitch perfect quote. The voice of Brutus. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you'll walk out of the room together. Okay. You'll have to walk backwards so your right leg is near his right arm. And have that moment. It sounds gorgeous. It does. I really hope I come back tomorrow with this story. I do too. That would right? be the best. I mean, that's actually pretty cool. Well, you've been hoping since after the first year of high school, which some would just call their sophomore year. Yeah. I want to talk to you guys right now about uh, weight loss. And this is no infomercial. This is me just dropping some knowledge for you. When I tell you. Uh, the difference between your body, Christine, when you were 20, Steve, when you were 20, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and the ver the difference versus your bodies now is in your 30s. Yeah. The number one reason that you may experience, wait, don't guess right away. Okay. Christine has a habit of doing that. Don't guess right away. I'm not okay. guessing. Christine always wants to win, so she doesn't even wait for like a buzzer. She'll go, 34! <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel! When, when I say the number one reason, the number one reason you would gain weight as in, as you get older in life, Something should click in both your heads, okay? As you get older in life, 30s, you're like in your 30s. Well, I can't eat like I used to because of my blank. Don't say the answer, okay? What are other reasons you might gain weight in your 30s other than that answer? Um, sitting on the couch more than so being not, active. Not being as active. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Your metabolism slowing down? What is the answer? Yes, that was the number one reason, your metabolism. Oh, what do you think the number one reason was? You said it because of my blank. I was assuming you meant kids because oh, no. it was oh, going to be. You got kids. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It's good. It's good. Your timing is good. I'm glad I went with Christine before we got to metabolism. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So one of the things, Connie, who we lost earlier this year, and I used to joke with Steve about is, I can't wait till your metabolism slows down. Mm-hmm. Because Steve used to talk about how, for some reason, late at night, he would devour thousands of calories of food. Yes. He's got a dad Yum. bod now. It's pretty hot. That's kind of mean. I wasn't going to mention that. but that's, <laughs> he Christine's into it. dad bods. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's your metabolism is your probably your big go-to right now. Well, I don't have the metabolism I had right. five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Christine, your body the way it is right now. I know you and I are both trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Your metabolism because you're in your 30s. Yeah. Nope. And, oh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> no, you're right. No, yeah, is what I used to say until yesterday when I was Googling why am I fat. <laughs> A study came out on Friday. It's a brand new study that found your metabolism doesn't actually slow down until you hit middle age, specifically 60. Oh, wow. So between 20 and 60 years old, your metabolism, so your your metabolism gradually slows down until about 20. Yeah. Okay? So it's different at 13 than it is at 20. Mm -hmm. For example, baby Charlotte consumes 6,000 calories a day, (laughs) but she's three, so she looks great. <laughs> you know? Is that how that works? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but from 20 to 60, your metabolism plateaus and stays pretty consistent. Huh. So if you've had that excuse like I've had, like I've always I've always had a bad metabolism era, but I'll, but I've also never worked out enough and I always ate like crap, so blah blah blah. But if you uh gain a bunch of weight in your forties and fifties and you're like, well, it's my body's metabolism or your significant other says that all the time, they're actually wrong. The factors are Eating more. And, Christine, what was the number two answer you said other than metabolism? Oh, I said not being as active. Bingo. Those are your examples. So, Steve, you eat too much and you're not active. Oh, I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah, I mean, it fits, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like how everybody, and I know this is a serious thing for some people. Yeah. How everybody, uh, what I'm about to say that is. Uh, You say, well, it's, oh, God, I hope I get it. Connie and I have said this to each other before off the air when she was with us. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if we had a thyroid thing? Because then we weren't at fault. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me all these years. It was my thyroid. But mine's fine, and so was hers. And, yeah, it's kind of like how you want that. But you really don't, trust me. People that suffer from thyroid conditions. Yeah, no. It's not good. Not fun, no. Today's text question of the day is about your pet, Christine. Not specifically Christine's pet. But the pet that is in your home. <laughs> it should just be about Christine. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Let's change it. What did uh, Christine's cat recently do to get you mad at it? No, wait. In reverse. Today's question really is, what did you recently do to get your pet mad at you? For example, every night, Alicia and I, it's my first wife. Yep. We will lay in bed together and uh, Barrett the dog will climb between us. And watch the telly is what my mom used to call Aww. it. Oh, yeah. the telly. It's yeah. Sweet. And there will come a point, because I never want to kick him out, where Alicia will say, all right, Barry, you got to get down. Yeah. And he's trained enough now where he goes, <sighs> and gets up and goes down. I love down. that he huffs and he puffs. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. Yesterday, Barrett the dog, we just spent, Alicia spent quite a bit of time over the weekend while I was doing yard work, cleaning the couch. Was sitting on the couch without a blanket down, oh, and his oil's no. going to... And I said, Barrett, Barrett. This was yesterday, and this is my answer. Barrett, get down. And he's like, and you hear him go, 
<laughs> Barrett. <sighs> and he jumps down off the couch. I put the blanket down. He looks at me. His tail wags. Oh, Dad's just putting the blanket down. And he jumps back up. Yeah. Yeah. And he forgives me. But what did you recently do to get your pet mad at you, Steve? Uh, mine is something I've been doing for a little bit now. It's a little hack I have when I take Kobe for a walk. And um, he, when I, we got him a harness recently instead of just a collar when we give, give him a walk. And uh, I tie his poop bag to his harness. So he walks around with his poop strapped to his back. And he feels it and he doesn't, doesn't like, like it. it. No, he doesn't like Why it. Why doesn't he like? Oh, because he constantly smells. It's like he thinks he's marking territory. Well, he keeps like checking back at it, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm not carrying your poop. You did it." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I actually was walking. Do you say the same thing the to your children? Day. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's that'd be child abuse. Yeah, come on now. No, I, I um, My mom used to tie. Well, it was different back in the day, but my mom used to tie my poop bag. To the leash when she walked yeah, me. Yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah, no, but I was actually walking him the other day, and there's a couple old ladies, and I uh, walked right by him, and uh, she's like, oh, let me pet your dog. And she's like, oh, he's carrying his own poop. And I'm like, yep. She goes, well, I'll just have to wait until he go or before he goes to the bathroom next time to give him a pet. Steve actually that ties his so own funny. poop bag to his dog. That is a great answer. What did you recently do to get your pet mad at you? Steve, by the way, before I get to Christine, only mentioned his dog. Mm-hmm. I know, because he neglects his cat. No, I don't neglect my cat. My cat's just a recluse. So your cat does not really get mad at you? I mean, my cat's mad at me every day because I just I watch treats all the time. <laughs> so he would not be what some... Shame. Or she or would she, not I be... Yeah, you know, it's because he never talks about her. <laughs> She would not be what they call a meow, 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 smiley cat. No, she's meow, a smiley meow, cat. Meow, she meow, just wants more treats. Cat, meow, if I give her too many treats, she just throws up. I hate this song, but I'm going to give everybody a little taste before we get to Christine. Here we go. What did you recently do to get your pet mad at you? Um, I accidentally locked her in my bathroom all day while I was at work. Wow. I went to an appointment after work. I did some shopping after work. Oof. I came home, and she was locked in the bathroom all day. What did she look like when she saw your oh, face? Oh, she was like a mix of like, like scared, but excited, but she like ran out of the bathroom and then ran all around the apartment and did her zoomies and then she like ran under the couch and like hid there because she didn't want you to leave her there ever again uh-huh. so christine yeah the zoomies by the way steve in case you're not in the know is when they run around the house yes i know what the zoomies so even are. though she said she ran all the way house ran out of the apartment ran all the way around the apartment she then said did her zoomies right so that says double entendre it, no it's not a double entendre yep, it is now. it's a double it's a what is it? Oxymoron. No. It's redundant, is what it is. Yes, there we go. Yeah, it's, it's redundant. redundant. <laughs> it's redundant. And I like how she's calling me out for neglecting my cat. Air quotes. Yeah. 
for not giving him enough treat or her enough treats, and then you lock yours in the bathroom all day. It wasn't on purpose. She's yeah, the type right. of cat that okay. when you walk in a room, she'll follow you, and you sometimes you don't see her because she'll go under your legs. And I don't know, she likes to lick the shower liner, so maybe she was doing she that does. and didn't see her. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So it's basically, Steve, you're way better to your cat than Christine is to her. So. I mean, I've never locked my cat yeah, into the bathroom. I hated my cat growing you don't up. See your cat. And I would never. I'm too good of a person to lock a cat in the bathroom, and I hated that cat, Snowball. She was a cranky old bee. She would lock bee. you in the bathroom. She'd probably. want to. She'd want to. <laughs> Let's talk about one of my favorites right now. You may have seen him in the Fast and Furious movies. If you don't know his music at all, I'm talking about Ludacris. I, I love Ludacris. Yeah, who doesn't? Luda. So there's a new peanut butter commercial coming out mm-hmm. with Ludacris. So I'm going to throw it up on the big screen for you guys. Play it for you a little bit. I want you to. Uh, that's why I had you put on your headphones, Christine. I had to oh, check so I wouldn't the, listen to it? For the naughties. I had to look for the naughties, too. Mm. You never know. In it a peanut the, butter commercial? You know, some of these commercials, they throw them online with, like, naughties oh. in there. And they catch you off guard, right? So Luda's going to be rapping, and then he's and what's going to happen is he's going to sample some peanut butter. I want you to let the click of six know when that happens, okay? Okay. So here we go. Brother named Luda, no matter he's how hard you try. That ain't my bro. Take 64. It's the return. Ain't nobody messing with him. It's the return. Ain't nobody messing with him. 200. It's the return. Ain't nobody. You got to do that again, man. About to try. He just took a bro, bite from a spoon. Peanut butter. Roma, Roma, Pada, Roma. So all of a sudden, they're all like, yeah. "Wow, this is this is bopping." Yeah, I put this on our Bop. social media like uh, earlier today because I think it's so funny and I love Ludacris. I do too. That is loud. It's like he got like peanut butter stuck all up in there. <laughs> <laughs> And all these teens like back at it in all these magazines. He's in a pool of peanut butter. Yeah, wouldn't I? And that's what I was thinking about. I saw that giant pool of peanut butter and I thought, would Christine want to go in there? Uh, if it were avocado, I would. Ew. A pool of avocado? Mm. That would go bad so quickly. Oh, yeah. You smell like fucking... Can you imagine swimming through guacamole? No, That would I can't. be so fun. No, it would Everybody would refer to you as funky guacamole for the yeah. rest of your life. It would be disgusting. <laughs> Christine, where is knowledge coming from today, my dear? Mm. Well, You're... after after watching that Ludacris commercial, we got to go with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, so knowledge today is coming from... Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly itself, not the bread? And sa- I said sandwich, so the whole thing. Okay. A peanut butter and jelly will say sandwich today. Knowledge comes from that bad boy. Let's learn. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did you, you learn? learn? Ah, knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. The knowledge that has been milked from peanuts and placed into that wonderful butter (laughs) is placed under some bread and then squoozing the jelly jellies Hmm. and placing the jellies all over the milky peanuts. Closing the other piece of bread and putting it up to your sweet, sweet lips. You know as you bite in, you're about to absorb the knowledge of history of the peanuts and the jelly jelly jam jams. 
from the peanut sticks on your tongue as it slowly drizzles or shizzles down your throat, does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket into your brain, providing knowledge. Lots of fun stuff to learn today. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to say one thing. It's my new favorite phrase, and I've never heard this before in my life. Milky peanut. <laughs> so I'm going to use that a lot like now. Is it an insult or a compliment? I don't even know. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. It could go either way. Uh, the milky peanut should be a dance move. It should be a dance move. You come up with it and then like, show it to us. Uh-huh. He's like you're milking <laughs> a cat or something. Uh, okay. Apples are not uh, true to seed, meaning the seeds from any particular variety apple will not necessarily grow to be the same variety. So let's say you planted seeds of a red delicious. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance you aren't going to get red delicious. Mm. Kissing someone on the cheek makes you less likely to get sick than shaking their hand. I'll start kissing everybody. Nope. <laughs> In Maryland, uh, adultery is a misdemeanor punishable by a $10 fine. Hmm. I'll say that again. That's it. <laughs> In Maryland. Yeah, Christine. Road trip. I wonder if you have a friend that's going to be getting married soon that lives in Maryland. In Maryland, adultery is a misdemeanor punishable by a $10 fine. I wonder if that also gets you out of uh, being in trouble with your spouse. They're like, oh, you paid the fine. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Be... <laughs> Steve, why'd you play that? Uh, London has more Indian restaurants than any city in India, even more than in Mumbai and Delhi combined. Wow. Yeah. And finally... Are you familiar with Bon Jovi, specifically the voice of the lead singer Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi? Yes. Listen to his voice. It's my Jam. Did you get the you get the gist of his voice I right do. there? You understand his voice. Okay. So this is awesome. John Bon Jovi, first ever professional recording job, was singing lead vocals, which isn't surprising, he has an incredible voice, right? Mm -hmm. On a song that Steve might know but definitely would love. Huh? What? The song is called R2D2. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, from the Ewok Christmas Adventure? It's actually on a Christmas, a Star Wars Christmas album in 1980. Oh, wow. Before the Ewoks, even. Here is a clip of the beginning of the song of R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. R2, where are you? Oh, there you are. Well, if you come over here, you'll find a wonderful surprise. You'll have to plug into the central computer to hear what it is. Okay, you're getting the gist of the beginning uh -huh. of the song. Yeah. Here is a clip of John Bon Jovi singing in that song. And remember again, his voice, right? John Bon Jovi's voice. Remember, it's my mm -hmm. life. It's in your head, right? You're, you're going to freak when you hear his voice. Here we go. We look up at the winter star. We know that's where you are. Yeah. Our wow. big and round. Sounds like a so beetle. You can come right it down. does have that vibe and to it. Sorry, what? You guys are good in here. He Music sounds like fun. a beetle. Yeah, it does. One of the beetles. It does. He's got, it's that 80s, that 1980s sound. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Now Steve, instead of just every rock song being Bon Jovi, he's going to hear Christmas songs and be like, it's yeah. Bon Jovi. Yep, that's, that's Bon Jovi. <laughs> Must be Bon Jovi. Okay, you're probably right. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, just right down the road from the studio on 131, the Whitecaps, right? You know where that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's going on right there? Baseball? Yep. Baseball team? Okay. For those of you that are on the app, let me break it down for you a little bit like this. Because some people on the app, it's a free download. Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. You uh, may not be familiar with West Michigan and or Grand Rapids. So let's take an adventure, shall we? In the state of Michigan. I'm making it like Hollywood right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the state of Michigan. In the medium-sized town of Grand Rapids, there's a baseball team called the White Caps, right? Mm-hmm. So this dude, these first two nugs I have for you are about World War II people. This dude, 96, John Pileman, is going to sing the national anthem. He's a World War II vet before a White Caps game in the town of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Here he is. He's 96 years old, and I think it's soups cool. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming. Oh, say does that star span. That was edited on purpose. He didn't mess it up. Yet wave or the land of the free. Aww. And the home of the brave. Wow. That well was done, awesome. Sir. Well done. That is John, 96 years old. He's a World War II vet. That's right before that White Caps game. On the flip side of the coin, we now jump into an invisible airplane. All right. And we'll fly at 10,000 feet. And we'll run into another World War II vet. Okay. He's a California dude. He celebrated his 100th birthday by skydiving. Wow. World War II vet. Skydiving and landing on a uh, beach in Coronado. His name is Tom Rice. Here he is talking about it. It's unbelievable what you can view from up there. We do a lot of uh, maneuvering up there. That was a lot of fun. Here is definitely Tom Rice. Happy 100th birthday, buddy. Wow. The guy yeah. at 100 years old skydives landing on the beach. He also... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is with World War II vets lately, but I've seen them a lot, like, trending in the news, doing a lot of things, because some of them are getting hitting 100. And all it does is remind me of my grandma, mm-hmm. who during World War II in England goes into a bomb shelter because they're getting bombed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like Christine does alone in her apartment by herself with right? her comfy clothes. <laughs> I'm talking about just getting bombed on. And my grandfather as well in England meets my grandma in a bomb shelter during World War II, which I thought was the coolest story, and no one ever told me about it till she died. That is why I truly believe you got to get your family members to write their journals and give them to you early. I agree. Except, I want to warn you, if you do that and you have a father like mine, I have now gotten six different journals from my father. I'm not joking. This is not like uh, me like joking. Like from his it. life? Yep, he just keeps rewriting his life now. 
who thought of this, add this between pages 420 and 421. That's kind of cool. He's like, you know, he's probably doing it for himself as well. I don't really care anymore. (laughs) It's a lot, dude. It's a lot of stuff. Hey, I have some more trending stuff coming up, including tiny weddings and MMA parking attendance. Let's talk about the UFC. You know what the UFC is? Yeah. What is where it? where you, I mean, MMA, essentially. Well, yeah, UFC is the ultimate fighting. Club. Yeah, and it's fighters. Jordan Williams. Championship? Championship. Yeah, yeah whatever. Club. Yeah, I was just, I wanted her to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, I just wanted her to feel good. I was letting her have that moment. Mm, yeah, I don't like it. Okay. You didn't want to let her have a moment? No, not, not when it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Come on, Mr. Know-it-all over there. Of course he's yeah, going right. to correct us. Uh-huh. Well, do you know who Jordan Williams is? Probably not, right? He's no. a fighter. Okay. So uh, Jordan Williams is in Denver, and he uh, drives his car up to the gas station, and he goes in to get something from the convenience store. Okay. That's the whole story. Cool uh-huh. story, bro. Did he enjoy it? Uh, no, because he looked out and someone was stealing his car. Oh, no, no. But they didn't realize they were stealing a car from a UFC fighter. So I run up, and the guy, he's backing away. He's looking at me like, this is happening. Got your car. Like, like no remorse at all. But the only reason he wasn't able to go is because he didn't know how to work the parking brake. So I was literally, like, seconds away from losing my car. I punched the guy a couple of times. At that point, he was saying he's sorry. I wish I was able to apprehend him and, like, you know, not to do more damage, but, you know, just to control the scene and make sure that he's not out there doing the same thing. Yeah, this guy, like, Jordan Williams, just beat the crap out of the guy. Good for him. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm going to... I'm a UFC fighter. I'm going to twist you like a pretzel right now. <laughs> and without a shadow of a doubt. I bet he'll never steal another car again. Yeah, right? As far as twisting somebody like a pretzel, I want to talk to you about my wedding real quick. <laughs> okay. That's they, had, called a, they provided pretzels for the a, meal. Called mm-hmm. a brilliant segue, by the way, for those of you playing the home game. Uh, the small weddings are becoming a thing right now. Now, small weddings are what Alicia and I did. I actually had a couple friends that I didn't invite, and I feel I still to this day feel bad about it. Like there is specifically one dude is a buddy of mine that I really wanted to be there, but we just couldn't afford it at the time. We just we had just bought a home. I'd gotten her the ring. Rings ain't cheap. Homes ain't cheap. No. So we did a super small wedding, and it worked out really well. Well, now people are really kind of getting into it. How many people did you have at your wedding? Forty. Oh wow, that is really small. Yeah. And my my sister in law didn't get to come because we made it a no kids wedding because yeah. we couldn't afford to feed all the kids. Yeah. One of her family members did bring their kids, which irritated me a little bit because my sister in law is you know, I've known her for thirty years. She's like my she's my sister. I love her. Her name's Janet. But other than that, whatever. It is what it is. Small venues are easier to find. We did a Sunday brunch wedding. Here's a tip for you trying to save money. Sunday brunch wedding is great. Yeah, I mean, Sunday wedding's are already cheap. You throw in a brunch, that'd yeah. be, you just cut the price even more. Un- unlimited mimosas and blood- bloodies. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it worked out that really, really well. That does sound good. So small venues are easier to find. Small weddings are easier to plan because they're smaller. Fewer people with food allergies. Like, these are becoming, small weddings are cheaper. They're more intimate. Guests are more likely to mingle and have fun instead of staying in their own groups. Yeah. And all those things happened at my wedding. So if you're thinking of having a wedding right now and you're wondering what to do now, you need to make sure, though, that if there's someone special to you that you just can't invite because you want to save that money, you got to tell them. Because that was the worst thing. My buddy. That would be awkward. Well, what sucked is that I didn't think it was a big deal. You know, guys are guys. 
but it was, and he posted something on Facebook about it uh, without sourcing me. Oh, uh, like he actually posted he was oh, upset wow. he didn't like get a invited? Year, a year later, like a six months to a year later, he had just was having a bad day, and he's like, you know what really bugs me is like when this, and I messaged him like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. I don't mean to sound like an ego, but because I am far from that. Mm-hmm. Just ask me how <laughs> okay. wonderful how wonderful I am. Shh, get my coffee, woman. No. Uh, but honest to God, uh, I'm like, hey, is this about me? He's like, yeah, it is. And then, you know, it took some apologizing. And yeah. It, so, yeah, if you are doing a small wedding, that's the best thing you can do. I don't know why we don't just flip it and do small weddings and big divorces. A big I'm, divorce party? Yeah. There are people who do that. Like, no, but the divorce party's together. Because your divorce is perfect. <laughs> it would be incredible. Think about it. You know what I mean? Like Christine, you'll get divorced one day. You're a little, you're running a little slow, but you're okay. You'll get there. <laughs> Steve, maybe I'll getting, have a first husband one day. <laughs> you know, you know, hopefully, yeah. Right? That's how I have a first wife. You know. Uh-huh. Well, Steve, when you do your divorce party, oh, like, oh God, you're not gonna get sappy about it. Are you? I, no. you and Brittany could be such good friends and do such a great job raising your kids. And just imagine, I mean, you'll probably be single, but Brittany will be snacked up right away. Oh, right. Yeah, she'll bring a date to the divorce party. Yes. <laughs> Dang it. How wonderful is that? And he's totally Whoa. hot. And he's oh. super cool. And everybody, like, even your parents are like, wow, let's call him Brock. Oh, Brock. Oh, God. Oh, wait, no, what's a better name? Like, a really hot guy named Christine. Fabio. No, I'm not calling him Fabio. Yeah, that's why his name is Brock. He shot down Brock Lesnar. He's a big ripped fighter mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's a UFC fighter, WWE guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but give me a, give me another name. A hot guy name, not uh, Fabio. Oh, my I God. What's I a hot guy name? I don't Seth? ask much. Sebastian. <laughs> nope. Oh. Uh, I like Sebastian or Christian. Christian's good. Like yeah. Christian, oh, like Christian Grey from that uh, book. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. you're right, oh, Fifty Shades. Hey. Fifty Shades. And there's Brittany and Christian, and he's hot, and he's wearing a $1,000 suit. And your parents love him. Even your brother's like, what a great guy Christian is. <laughs> Aww, why is he only like Christian so much? Your kids call him... Daddy number one? <laughs> I, I was, was going to be say, generous and say two. I was going to say daddy, and then I even stopped, and I was like, well, that's maybe too far. But how wonderful would that be for your wife? I hope that sure. for your sweet, sweet friend. So I, I these, hope she falls in love again. Are, are these yeah. like a, a dual wedding slash divorce party, or is it you get married, and then when you get divorced... Together as a couple, you throw a divorce party. Like if you want to get your first wedding over, you do it all in the same day. (laughs) (laughs) You get married, you disappear with your bride for an hour and a half, you come back, divorce party. There you go. That sounds like a blast. You are not into this because I took your wife from you and exactly I married her. this, yeah. You're married her off to Christian. Yeah, Christian, who's got a... The, a lot of money and a, a nice suit. really nice apartment in Seattle with a weird room. Of course he does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Christineology. Today I asked Christine off the air. I'm like, so what's it about today? She said the curation of music and menu it's a different one that's for sure it's different than what i've done before this is a concept of uh what steve's uh wife actually came up with Brittany said i really want to learn more about christine's brain more or less right steve yeah and so we came up with the uh the name christineology well we didn't she did yeah it's all about Brittanyology. nope it doesn't it (laughs) just doesn't roll the same christine you ready to dive in your head yes let's go hold on 
preparing yourself yes, mentally. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? A first of its kind. Today's Christineology covers two topics I love: music and food. After stumbling across an article that had food recommendations with every single Kanye West album, I felt inspired. So I curated my own playlist and menu for you, pairing albums with every meal. For breakfast, I recommend Cushion Orange Juice by Wiz Khalifa. Perfect for those who enjoy a good wake and bake and want a chill start to their day, (laughs) as opposed to something loud and in your face. Kick back and zone out to the melodic raps of Wiz Khalifa. Once you feel the breakfast munchies, pair this album with pancakes. Or if you prefer something heartier, use the ingredients in your fridge to make a breakfast sandwich. Breakfast is served with a tall glass of OJ, obviously. For lunch, grab a Pop and Pop and Witness by Katy Perry. It's the middle of the day and you've got things to do. This album has a little more edge with its addition of dance and EDM beats and songs to get you motivated to stand up for what you believe in. But Katy's song, Bone Appetit, is the one you need to blast because she doesn't fail to include every food reference in her lyrics, from styles of cooking to foods like po'boys, Kobe steak, and cherry pie. Katie says this song is about sexual liberation, but reality is it just made me more indecisive about what to eat. With that said, a buffet is an excellent choice for lunch. Dinner. After a busy day, it's time to slow things down and wine and dine yourself or someone else for dinner. Scientists say the best music to listen to while eating is something with mellow beats because you eat slower and enjoy your food more. Nice. For dinner, I recommend making a playlist of songs between old and new artists as opposed to one specific album. Artists like Marvin Gaye, Adele, Michael Buble, the Lumineers, Casey Musgraves, and Justin Bieber's Peaches should provide an eclectic mix for your ears. So what's for dinner? A perfectly cooked steak or roast chicken with a side of veggies, potatoes, and a glass of wine. And finally, dessert. This one all depends on the mood you're in. Are you wanting to get down and dirty? Talk That Talk by Rihanna includes songs that'll have you feeling yourself and someone else. Like cockiness, <laughs> we found love, and birthday cake. You can have your cake and eat it too with Rihanna. In your feels and missing your ex, Drake is always my go-to. Literally, any Drake album goes amazing with a pint of ice cream. He's the crybaby of rap for a reason. Are you ready to party? DNC DNCE's Sway is the album to get you pumped for the night with songs like Cake by the Ocean and Toothbrush. This goes best with something easy to eat while you pregame, like a sour candy. And sometimes a stiff drink is the best way to end your day. And Drunk in Love off Beyonce's self-titled ad- album literally makes you feel drunk. Forget the food and drink your worries away with a dark liquor. This was Christine's curation of music and menus. Wow. That wow. was uh, <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a definitely a something. Do you know that Drake discovered The weekend, by the way? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Did you know Ellen DeGeneres discovered Charlie Pooh? Uh, yes, I did. I think she had him on her show from YouTube or something like that. Do you know who discovered Lady Gaga? Uh, Akon. Okay. Do you know who discovered Eminem? That's an easy one, by the way. Oh, Dr. Dre. There you go. Who discovered Nicki Minaj? Uh, Lil Wayne. God, you're really good at this game. Who discovered uh, Ed Sheeran? Taylor Swift. Nope. Ha! You lose. Uh. YouTube. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Jamie Foxx. Boom. No well, way. Actually, yeah, Jamie Foxx helped Ed Sheeran start his career to discover him. But I was trying to throw a curveball <laughs> at him. Great Christianology. I've got to share this new music with you, okay? So, Christine, you know the song uh, Frozen, Let It Go? Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. 
sung by Adina Menzel. Yeah, this is actually uh, Demi Lovato singing it. Oh. I mean, she didn't originally sing it, but a ton of people have remade it. That's Demi Lovato right there. Yeah. Uh, they've sung it in all the different languages. Spanish. That's Japanese right there. Spanish. Polish. Hungarian. It's been redone again, but not in a different language. Heavy metal. Chris Stapp or John, Scott Stapp. Yeah, it's Jonathan Young. This is why I like TikTok right there is Jonathan Young. People like him that do that. I was cranking that earlier in my car when I found it. It's just a fun one. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Both oh. are annoying. The original and the metal version. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not her thing. Today's rando text, we're going to get to here in just a minute. But the text question of the day, which you can message us or call 616 616- Six triple zero ninety five seven. What did you recently do to make your pet mad at you? Steve likes to uh, tie the dog's poop once it's uh, when he's on a walk with his dog. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> likes to tie the dog's poop to the dog. Yep, and he does not like it. He keeps checking it, and when he gets excited and he starts like running, because I have one of those uh, retractable leashes, it's oh, like yeah. bouncing off the side of him. It's pretty gross. That's disgusting and mean almost. I, I'd be mad at you if I was your dog too. Mm-hmm. I would never want you tying my stuff to me. <laughs> that just seems weird. Well, don't poop in front of me. Okay, that's a good point. Right. Well, we solved that problem. Let's yeah. see what's going on with a rando text. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. Man. Rando text, oh, message, oh, via Apple, free download, and Apple Store. I've been seeing this guy for a few months now. I recently met his mom and was shocked at how poorly he treats her because he treats me the opposite. He's seriously so sweet and attentive and just a good person. I've never felt uneasy around him. That's why I was so shocked when I saw their interaction, which consisted of obvious annoyances and disrespect. I asked him about it, and he said he and his mom haven't gotten along for most of his life, but it's nothing he cares to talk about. I've always heard that the way a man treats his mom and waitstaff shows how he'll treat me. Is their relationship a warning sign for me? I don't know if I should try and ask him about his mom more or just hope he'll open up to me one day about it. Wow. Okay. Steve, the uh, mom and waitstaff, by the way, I threw me for a loop a little bit, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, this is an easy one for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take his side because, uh, I mean, my mother-in-law... And it's, Brittany it's, don't it's have... It's very understandable yeah. why the relationship's bad there because she's just a crappy person, so... So then she treats you quite well, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to side with him and say, you know, maybe, I mean, if you want to try to probe a little bit and see... But I mean, it could very well be that she's just she was just a bad mom, and he's just just not a fan of her. Just not a fan, and I mean, maybe she's just lucky to even have him still in her, in her life. 
So, but this rando text though from a brother in pain, a uh, sister with a brain, sorry, about this guy and the way he treats his mom. He's, uh treats her like she's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> uh, Christine, do you think that that? Uh, let's not even dive into the wait staff thing. Let's like the way you, the way a guy treats his mom is the way he's gonna treat you. Um, I think it depends on the situation. I don't know. I'm I'm. Siding with Steve a little more on this, just because not all families are perfect. Not all families are the same. I would just, I mean, you already said that he treats you so well and you haven't felt uneasy about him. So I would keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, I too am very curious what went down with him and his mom, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like he wants to talk about it right now. I feel like if you guys continue to be together, and you still don't know what's going on with his mom, I would say that's a flag because then it's like, what other things are you actually not telling me? What are you hiding? But as of right now, I'd say keep it going. So you're in, imagine that you're in a relationship with me, right? Okay. Uh, So all your dreams have come true. And we go see my mother who is no longer with us, but in this hypothetical, she's alive. And I treat her like he treats his mom. Mm -hmm. When I leave, when I get back in the car with you as we are going to go to wherever we're going, right? I will explain to you why I treat her that way. Because, uh, hey, you may have noticed my mom and I have a weird relationship, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I The reason I don't treat her that well is because she did this to my dad or she's a this or she's a that or whatever, right? hmm If I don't say that to you. I would ask. Pro- I would probably ask. There's a red flag. Yeah. The, she is right to say that there is a red flag here. If I don't tell you what's going on, but I've, I've gone the, the distance to introduce you to my mother, and I'm still not telling you why I treat her like crap, there's a red flag. Because we, how long have they been together? She said a few months, so I'm assuming like three to four So you're months. in the honeymoon period. Yeah. You're in the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. So I think that she should dump them and move on. But what do you think? Click a six, weigh in all the ways. We're going to help people with this rando tax stuff. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. Man. Rando texto message via Apple, free download and Apple Store. I've been seeing this guy for a few months now. I recently met his mom and was shocked at how poorly he treats her because he treats me the opposite. He's seriously so sweet and attentive and just a good person. I've never felt uneasy around him. That's why I was so shocked when I saw their interaction, which consisted of obvious annoyances and disrespect. I asked him about it, and he said he and his mom haven't gotten along for most of his life, but it's nothing he cares to talk about. I've always heard that the way a man treats his mom and white staff shows how he'll treat me. Is their relationship a warning sign for me? I don't know if I should try and ask him about his mom more or just hope he'll open up to me one day about it. You know, I uh, we were talking about it in the studio, and Steve's like, hey, man, you got to throw this guy a bone. My mother-in-law's a handful. And Christine's like, good point, Steve. I agree with you. And I'm like, yeah, hold on a sec. They've been together like three months. Uh, he, if he's going to introduce you to the mom, then he should be willing to sit down with you and say what's wrong. Well, Adam messaged via the app. Adam clearly is a third shifter or something. Like, I don't know what's going on. And he's been partying nonstop since 6 a.m. this morning. Here's why. Because <laughs> Adam said I'm wrong. How long have they been together? Maybe the issue with his mom is so bad he's not ready to talk about it with her yet, Adam said. That doesn't mean he never will. Sadly, some people are victims of uh, neglect and abuse or whatever from parents. I would never judge them for not being ready to discuss it. She should just tell him 
she is there for him with whatever whenever he needs to talk about it which by the way will give him an out and make him feel safe and comfortable that's what partners are for adam here's why you're wrong they've been together three months and to the point where they're introducing this person to the mom it's not it's if you're bringing mom into the life of you this relationship there's a reason right you don't have to do that we're all adults yeah you don't have to introduce her to mom so why is he doing it and if he's rude to his mom i think he's i think he's hiding something i think he's just a boosh by nature i really do what are other members of the Click of Six saying? Some people agreed with you and said, run. Run before he puts a ring on it. The signs are there. Someone else said, wait for him to open up. My fiance has bad blood with his mom, so he doesn't even see her. He doesn't treat me poorly because of it either. It's just how things are, and I've accepted it. He has his reasons that he opened up to me about it after a while. Wrong. Someone said, you definitely need to have an open conversation sooner rather than later. And someone else said the old saying, how they treat their mother is how the, how they will treat you is very true. If he wants to tell you about that thing with his mother, he will. You really only need to know if you are considering marrying him, though. And someone on the opposite side said, I don't agree with the whole how he treats his mom bit. My mom was awful, and I don't treat my kids like that, nor my boyfriend. No. It's only been a few months, so I'm sure when he's ready and knows it will go further with you is when he'll be more comfortable talking about it. Plus, if he treats you great, that's all that matters. Other than Adam that's been partying since 3 a.m., <laughs> I will say this. I've noticed a common trend in this. Mm-hmm. The women that There are women messaging in, much like the sister with a brain sent the rando texto, saying, hey, some people are saying, you know, I don't treat my mom, my spouse the same way I treat my mom. I had a bad relationship, right? But the guys, like even the person that messaged in and said her husband had a really bad childhood with the mother, she clearly knew about that going into it. Because she said he doesn't even talk to his mom. So he would not introduce her to the mom. So you wouldn't be having this situation. Yeah. It would not be happening. So Well, my- maybe he's just trying just because he's her, his mom just to, like, tolerate. If that- I don't like my mom, you ain't going to meet her. You know, <laughs> I don't know why? Because I like you. Yeah. And I don't want to share you with her because I don't like her. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I and if there's a real, I, I still don't understand what I would love to hear a follow up on this, but they'll probably break up. Uh, what I'd love to hear a follow up on this is why, like, was she with the mom? Like, what was the reason? I mean, she doesn't say it in there. Like, no, I mean, I, I don't know. It, I don't. It doesn't. She didn't say, so I don't know. But maybe it was just like a casual thing where, I don't know. Maybe he was going to his mom's for a quick like. Stop by real quick, and she was with him. Or it could have been a dinner. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's what Clearly, we don't know. it was enough for her. Yeah. To see the interaction between them two, whether it be short or long, that they don't like each other. Yeah. I mean, Alicia. If I look at my marriage, our marriage is very similar. She treats me very similar to the way that she treats her father. Almost identical, if you really look at it. Hmm. Honest to God, her father's one of her favorite people in the world. Probably, I would say, her best friend. She treated with respect, and they don't hook up, and neither do we. <laughs> so it's like I'm her dad, but I'm not, even though I'm closer in age to him probably than I am to her. Wait, that sounded. Do creepy. you get yeah, her to call you daddy? No, ew, no, that's that's even too much for me. And as far as yesterday's rando goes, I don't do anything with a diaper either. So if people would quit messaging me and asking me that on social media. That would I would appreciate that. Oh, are they asking if if it was you Boosh, walking around with a diaper? Were you the, the one sitting in the backyard with a diaper on? It was not me. Let's find out what's trending. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. 
Uh, one of my favorite things to do or talk about at different times of uh, the week or month or whatever is when there's just a, a, such a good news story. We call it the good news. Mm-hmm. You just got to share some good news with you right now. I need some good news. Are you ready for some good news? Are you ready for some good news, man? Well, some good news. Well, I have some good news. Really? Good news? Tell them the good news. Spit it out! So a New Jersey healthcare worker, his name is Enrique, performs faith-based songs to critically ill patients and posts them on TikTok. Now that just in itself is really nice. His name is Enrique. Yes. And he's doing something so selfless. Yeah. And you're not playing. I'm not playing what? Hero? Enrique? We're going to get there. But first, (laughs) let me tell you why he's even more of a hero. Okay. He's a former gang member who turned his life around and is now giving back. Aw. I know. Take a listen. is Enrique, a former gang member who talks to critically ill patients and performs for them. Enrique, you are a... There we go. Hero. That's right, Enrique is a definitely our hero of the day. What a great guy that he does that. You're lucky I don't play guitar, by the way. That's one of the things I tried to learn years ago. I used mm-hmm. to play bass guitar in a very famous band until I was no longer with the band and they failed and crashed even though I'm a very subpar bass guitar player. <laughs> uh, what happened with the guitar, though? The bind? Or what, my guitar or what? Yeah, you said you tried to play the guitar. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I yeah. just didn't have the drive. I gave up on it, too. It was hurting my fingers. Uh, it's good. No, I was... I built a, I, I, fortunately, based on my childhood, I've got really good calluses on my hands, so it yeah. just didn't really help. You know, it was fine. So I had the dexterity. I just didn't... Yeah, I just didn't do it. Didn't do it. I, I, just, I just couldn't do it. Hey, uh, after a few days of trying out some new design changes, Twitter decided to pull the plug. I've made a huge mistake. They uh, apparently users are complaining that the changes were hurting their eyes and giving them headaches. What did they do? Just a bunch of a wide variety of different changes on different you know, on Twitter. They're just trying to make it fresh. Yeah, modernize it. Yeah, and they just they just couldn't get it done enough. They couldn't get it done the right way. So you're going to notice if you notice that Twitter's been different. It's going to go back to normal. You'll be good to go there. Oh, really? They're going to go back to normal? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just didn't work. Well, people were having headaches. Yeah. For no reason. I mean, good Lord. Finally, Steve. Fish. Credit where credit is due. You are a visionary. You are, in reality, slowly becoming the man. Because without a shadow of a doubt, as far as the three of us goes, based on your lifestyle choices... You have the best abs. Thank you. Of all of us. Thank you. And, that, and I've never seen your abs. Have I, was I ever say, seen have your you abs? Have you seen no. his dad bod? No, it doesn't matter. There, it looks like there's. He's got a dad bod, but he doesn't. It's true. Pull up your shirt, Steve. Seems like <laughs> this is dangerous information to have, but I do want to help out you members of the Click of Six that are gamers. A new study has found that just two hours of playing video games. Can burn as many calories as a thousand sit-ups. No way. Why? Again, two hours of playing video games can burn as many calories as a thousand sit-ups. So a gaming app called uh, Stalkster, 
Stakester, okay. uh, commissioned this study. So just know that. Researchers used smart devices, Fitbits, to track heart rates, calories burned, while people played games or did sit-ups. Does it matter on the type of games you're playing, or is it just kind of general? It's just, no, games burn an average of 210 calories an hour while playing, while women burn 236. By the way, men burn 210. Yeah. It took about 500 sit-ups to burn that same amount. So we're talking sit-ups here. Like, if you want to go on a treadmill for two hours, you're going to win that, that, that battle. Yeah. Nothing, uh, of course, just sitting and doing nothing can burn 100 calories in an hour. So you could also subtract 100 calories for that. So it's not like gaming gaming burns a ton more. But a separate study found last year that gamers are 21% more likely to have a healthy body weight, which makes no sense to me. Because I play video games and I would sit there and eat chips and play video games. That's the thing is you're eating while you're playing. Burning calories isn't the only thing you have to worry about, though, if you want to get in shape, though, and gaming probably won't strengthen your core too much. But in theory, Steve, just two hours of video games and you can burn as much as a thousand sit-ups. Well, <laughs> now his I'm daughters be like, gave him that chance. I know, right? Yeah. Well, now I'm going to be like, hey, honey, I'm going to go exercise. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> and just go sit on the couch. That's what you do. The big bowl of chips and my Game Boy. Yeah. And then when your kids come to bother you, say, Daddy, leave Daddy alone. He's working out. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to help it. you out. Probably one of the uh, biggest debates or easiest debates that I've ever seen in my time of doing this is about tipping. For example, I know Steve is a big anti-tipper. Steve's just, <laughs> okay. Yeah. He used to work in food service, so he doesn't believe in tipping. Yeah, yeah exactly that. Mm-hmm. I hated getting tips, and I hate giving them. I worked in food service. As a, I was a bartender for a while. I, I worked. You know, I, I don't like to brag, but I was in the Disney program working in food service. Steve was a diehard food service worker for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, from pizza to restaurants. Christine, you? I've never worked in the food service industry. So the question is right now, things are calming down. I know that when you were picking up food, like right after the pandemic, a lot of people were tipping extra because, hey, it's been pretty tough on yeah. you. Uh, so I, tipping delivery drivers, I get that. But the question is, and Alicia and I actually got into this conversation a couple days ago, should you still leave a tip when you go pick up food from a restaurant, when someone is actually handing you food that's been placed in a bag by people in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody pulled over 8,000 people. I did some research because I was fascinated by the debate Alicia and I were having. And most of us do still leave a tip. 67% said that they do. The other 33% said they never leave a tip or don't order takeout. So they were just disqualified. Uh, so how much do you tip? 10 to 15% is the most popular answer. Yeah. So, Steve, when you pick up food takeout, do you tip? Yes, I do. When do you not tip when you're picking up food for takeout? When it's at a fast food place. Okay, so you don't tip at Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's. You don't tip there. Correct. Okay, but you do you do tip at pizza joint? Yeah, pizza joint, or if I'm going to pick up Chinese food, or like go. Applebee's, mm-hmm. or wherever. Christine? Yeah, I mean, I used to do that even before the pandemic, but I agree with, like, what the majority said. I'm not tipping, like, what I would tip the server if I was sitting there at the restaurant. Yeah. But I still leave a tip because um, it's for, like, the the people who are actually putting the food together. Sure. And the kitchen staff, right? Doesn't the kitchen staff get some of it, too, Steve? It really depends on the place you're at. It's up to the owner. Or, like, the host and hostess. It depends, yeah. So last week or a couple weeks ago, Alicia wanted Chinese food, and she cooks a lot. I was like, I'll go get you Chinese food, and you whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, let me just leave the house. <laughs> uh, so I, I left and I went and got her Chinese food. And as I was getting Chinese food, there was a, I picked it up. Mm-hmm. They had it right there. They gave, I charged on my credit card. They gave me the receipt. There was a tip line. And I didn't put a tip down because I was like, and, and people, uh, Alicia was kind of like, well, I get what you're doing, but shouldn't you be? I'm like, no, pandemic's kind of calmed down a little bit. Uh, there was a, actually the woman who gave me the food was the owner. And uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't need to tip. And it started a little debate. Like, well, maybe you're supposed to tip. I don't think you should be required to tip ever. No, I mean, it's not ever. a requirement. Ever. Well, to some people it is. To Steve it is. Well, I think if the, if you want that to happen, they should make a law where you can't pay people under minimum wage. Well, isn't there a law called minimum wage? No, because servers get paid under minimum wage. That's oh, I, why they get tipped. I don't, I don't disagree with you on that at all. I, I, that's a fair compromise. Yeah. Not my problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 that's actually a really good argument right there. Like, hold on. Uh, Christine, how many times a day do you think, man, I wonder how fast I could chug a two liter of soda? Mm, uh, it depends. At least twice. It depends if I'm intoxicated or not sober and thinking random thoughts. Otherwise, none. Okay, so the answer is really no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what competitive eating is? Yeah. Okay. Do you know who Eric Booker is? No. Big time competitive eater. Eric Booker, the competitive eater, recently set a Guinness World Record for chugging two liters of soda. He did it in 18 point 45 seconds that's wow. insane that topped the previous record by the way of 30 seconds was it his record or someone else's someone else's he ends it with a hearty and well-earned little treat too hold on three two one hear that going down yeah. a lot of bass yes that's what i'm talking about wow that was delicious <laughs> Excuse the bad man. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. You drink a two liter of soda at the end of that, I think you're definitely going to let out a uh, a big hearty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds like one of Christine's. That's why I actually brought up the story to her. <laughs> that sounds like they're off the air. It's pretty vicious. Today's text question of the day is all about your pet. For example, Christine yep. recently locked her cat in the bathroom by mistake it was by mistake totally i would not do that to her leave her in the bathroom for hours on end without being able to use the bathroom or eat <laughs> yeah that would suck that would suck oh yeah my mom used to I do that with so me bad. Yeah. oh no <laughs> uh steve you actually uh when you would take your uh dog on a walk now you have a little trick yes i do i uh we got a harness for him recently instead of a collar so it's got a little strap on the back of it uh and i like to tie his poop to it so that i don't have to carry it so a lot of people uh, with us talking a lot about cats and dogs or our other pets as well but here's for the dogs who let the dogs out You cat lovers, here's a flashback. Meow, 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 meow. Smiley cat. Meow, 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 meow. Smiley cat. Meow, 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 meow. Smiley cat. Meow, 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 meow. This actually was a uh, big Connie favorite.
Specifically right here, she loved this mm -hmm. part. <laughs> so today, that's Perry Grip, by the way. Uh, today for the text question of the day. What did you recently do that got your pet mad at you? The stories have been really, really cute. Like uh, somebody said, took her to the groomers. Uh, hates to get wet or have strangers touch them. Oh. Shelties. Oh, that's a dog. I thought it was a typo and I meant nope. to swear. Uh, he's currently not looking at me because I won't give him nachos. Aww. Nachos are awesome. Uh, another one here. And there's some great photos. Christine's going to, we'll get those up on the blog too, Steve. Uh, Christine threw them in there. Springer Spaniel, I gave her a bath. She hates water. Mad at me and the kids because they helped me. Had to break out the WWE moves to cut one nail on my pup. <laughs> He's very vocal about how he felt about it, too. They, they don't like that, I actually. No. I get Barrett the dog's nails uh, done. I, mean, I, I take them in, and they and they do a great job. Dude does an amazing job. I understand those WWE moves. I have to pull it on my cat, too, when I'm clipping her nails or brushing her. What do you do? Like, that's what, what, what move? I take her and lay her down, yeah. and I keep my arm on her, and then I brush her because she tries to move every time. The rear naked chokehold. Yeah, I that's that. That's I know. I'm like, what WWE move is that? Mm -hmm. And I'm, Christine, you don't have to get naked for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the name. Oh, very, <laughs> very odd that you do that. Yeah. Uh, somebody else brought home a kitten a year ago. She still hisses at me and glares at us. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I was happy where I was. <laughs> I, dude, I'd get rid of the cat. I mean, don't you at that point? I don't know. I left the house with my son and his friend. The dog tried to leave with us, but my husband had to hold him inside, to which he then tried biting my husband for holding him back. He's a grumpy old man dog. The dog, not the husband. Oh, he's a grumpy old man. Somebody else said I made my fur baby mad at me by moving across the country to be a teacher. She deserved the best, so I left her with my parents because the city life isn't for her. Aww. Somebody else said I had the audacity to ask Olive if she wanted to go for a walk. Oh, <laughs> Olive. That is a great answer for today's text question of the day. What did you recently do that got your pet mad at you? Uh, the shower thing is definitely a theme today without a shadow of a doubt oh, of yeah. water. Uh, but somebody else said I bought an old cat food after trying Rachel Ray's Nutrish cat food. I'll bet you that's pricey. Mm -hmm. Gracie gets mad at me if I go anywhere without her and even more pissed if I take one of the other dogs and not her because she's spoiled and my favorite. Aww. Now Chloe gets mad and won't even, the same person, Chloe gets mad and won't even look at us or walks away from us if we get near her when we put her flea and tick collar on her. Oh yeah, small puppy comes over to the house. Oh yeah, foams at the mouth. Oh yeah, that sounds like a fun one. <laughs> Hard pass, top five-ish today for the text question of the day. What did you recently do that got your pet mad at you? Man, some of these answers and some of the photos are really great about the frustrated puppies. Uh, somebody said, I tried to pet him after I fed him. I'm so mean. Right? <laughs> somebody else said I was gone overnight. He had three other people at home, but he was mad. I, so, I had to include that because of the picture. Oh, the picture's great. I existed, guys. She attacked me when I ran back into my apartment from my deck where I was being swarmed by hornets that I didn't even know made a nest. I was being stung five times. I had been stung five times, and she attacked my leg and gave me some deep, nasty scratches. Ooh. That's a cat that likes bees. Let's go to uh, number four. What did you recently do that got your pet mad at you? The last time my dog got mad at me was on Sunday when I told her plain hamburger was all gone, so she couldn't have any more. Oh, no. She turned her head and gave me the silent treatment for hours. <laughs> As you can tell, she's spoiled rotten. 
Number three is I put my cat on a diet. He glares at us and swishes his tail while perched on his food table watching us eat. <laughs> That's awesome. Number two. What did you recently do that got your pet mad at you? Guys, I bought a Roomba. I want one of these just to see what Barrett the dog would do. Guys, I bought a Roomba. My dog looks at me like I'm a traitor. That's awesome. <laughs> Number one. What did you recently do that got your pet mad at you? I rearranged the couch cushions. How dare I? Ugh. They couldn't find their comfy spot. I kept getting the eyeball until I put them back. <laughs> so you actually put them back the way the dogs like them. I can't yes. blame you. My, <laughs> my favorite story uh, was we were watching my mother and do- mother-in-law's, now my brother-in-law's dog, Lucy. And Marcy had, it was a Doberman. Lucy's a Doberman. Yeah. And this dog terrorized our house. And finally, we get used to it. Alicia's really good at training dogs. So Alicia kind of worked with her. Worked with her and gets her so she's decent. So this Lucy... Like, Alicia and I had to sleep divorce, period, because Lucy couldn't be alone. Wow. Like, in a kennel, Lucy figured out how to get out of the kennel. It was insane. So Barrett and I, with the boys, would sleep in one bed, and Lucy and Alicia would sleep in the other bed. <laughs> well, one day, Alicia's going to go. She's a realtor. She's going to go show some homes for a client. Right. She's getting some stuff ready, you know, like things that she does for clients, and, like, she'll do, like, a little uh, cooler with drinks or snacks if they get hungry. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it can be a long day. She gets everything ready. She opens up her passenger door and uh, sets some stuff down. No, she opens up her driver's door, sets some stuff in the back seat, and goes in the house to go get the rest of her stuff. She comes back in the house, and she can't find Lucy at Uh all. Lucy had run into the garage, jumped over the driver's seat, into the passenger seat, was sitting down looking at her like wow where are we going i'm ready i'm ready ready, new mom i'm ready let's go let's go and alicia like literally felt that dog was so mad when she took her inside oh she was like no i did the good thing i sat in the car ever since then the saddest part of that story is ever since then now all alicia talks about is how she wants a doberman now so they can travel together and hang out (laughs) it's like really my in-laws it's like my father-in-law saying let your wife buy whatever she wants. That's what I do. You don't have kids anyway. Kids are expensive. Let her buy what she wants. She should buy, and he'll throw out, like, a stupid price on something. Like, she should have two horses so one can rest. Two horses? Horses are not cheap. <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, and then he laughs. <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> you ready to get funky? In your face radio, check out the dynamic who won't. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 